Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Club Junkie Podcast. Hopefully you're having a great week. It's almost the weekend. If you listen to this Thursday morning, you got a day and a half. you got today, tomorrow, the weekend. Hopefully you get out and play a little golf. Uh, I'm excited to play golf today if I can. Fingers crossed the weather stays decent. Uh, it was supposed to be crappy yesterday. Ended up not being crappy uh, or too bad, sprinkled on and off. But uh, hopefully today is a, a good day. And we'll get out there and play some golf. So i got a couple things that I need to hit or want to hit. And... Uh, We'll see, and I just want to play. I haven't played, a little, haven't played in a little while. I didn't play last week, uh, unfortunately. The uh, the course was, it was like super nice. It was like 70 courses booked up, so I didn't get to play last week. So this week I'm super excited to get going. Before we get into it, though, let you know this episode brought to you by Titleist and the new TSR Woods. Listen, the hours have been put in. The work has been done. As the moment approaches, you either fear it or you feel it. For Titleist, it's a moment filled with pure anticipation the culmination of a relentless pursuit of speed in every form. So step up and settle in with confidence. The TSR is here. New TSR drivers take everything that made TSI the number one driver on tour and pack even more performance into every head. From new face technologies to CG improvements and aerodynamic refinements, when everything moves the needle, you're playing at Titleist speed. Go to Titleist.com, learn more about the TSR medals, and to schedule your fitting today, Titleist TSR, find your faster so uh yeah the tsrs you guys know uh, i think tursky and i talked about it on two guys talking golf i've talked about it been fit for him um tsr stuff has been uh, has been really good the forum threads on golfwx.com have been nuts so it's uh you know i think titleist has uh, has done a great job with uh, with their woods and uh excited to see a lot more uh, i know tursky and i talked about a little some of the ping g430 stuff that we saw online um we saw some of the um I think uh, the the photos of the new Cobra driver has been leaked. I mean, seen a lot of stuff uh, in terms of some of the new equipment out there, and uh, there's still more to come. I mean, uh, we haven't seen anything yet from TaylorMade or or Callaway yet. Uh, nothing on tour yet, anything like that. So, if I had to guess, it's going to be sometime between now and the end of the year. We're going to hear uh, definitely more uh, about what they've got coming, and then uh, you know, as the time gets closer, we're going to hear official word on uh, what's going on with with Ping and all these guys. So. Uh, exciting times. Uh, I'm super excited. And uh, a lot of you have been asking for this. This episode here today is going to be end of the season, what's in the bag, um, which is interesting because it's end of the season. But I mean, my bag is never really ever done. Uh, my what's in the bag is always changing. Uh, but a lot of people uh, in DMs and things like that have asked me about doing a show on what's in the bag and asking me what's in the bag. And when I do my Q&As, uh, just, you know, very curious about what's in the bag. So uh, I, I kept saying I'm going to do a show on it, going to do a show on it. This week is the What's in the Bag show, and it's kind of the, we'll call it the final uh, What's in the Bag uh, for the season because my season is kind of done. I mean, we can still play, but uh, the, the the weather, all that has gone, uh, it's definitely gotten cooler. Leaves are starting to fall. A little harder to find golf balls out there if you don't hit them in the fairway. Even if you hit them in the fairway, in some fairways, there's enough, uh, enough leaves out there where it's just tough to find. So, Season is winding down here in the north, which is uh, definitely a bummer. Uh, as you guys know, going into the winter, I'm definitely going to still be hitting balls. Uh, I'm going to be out at the, my, my heated ranges uh, that, I've, that I have, maybe some domes, some indoor stuff, whatever. I definitely will be still hitting balls and hitting equipment and all that stuff. So uh, the, the reviews get a little different uh, as we get into winter because I only get range time. There's no course time. But I'm still going to be out there trying stuff, hitting stuff, whatever I get my hands on, like always. So... Um, I'm not looking forward to the winter, but, uh, I'm excited to keep everything, keep on, come on rolling and, uh, and keep rocking with, uh, with new gear and, and new equipment. So 
yeah, it's been a uh, a, a pretty uh, pretty cool year. It's been uh, exciting. There's been so much good stuff. Uh, so many clubs that have been in and out of the bag uh, for whatever reason. They've been uh, in and out, and it, it's not necessarily a good or it's not necessarily a bad reason or a better reason or anything like that. It's just sometimes you hit certain clubs a little better at certain times or whatnot. And I'm that guy who, uh, you know, uh, the honeymoon phase for a lot of people is that uh, first you know round or two with a set of clubs. And sometimes for me, set of clubs only gets through the honeymoon phase. It only gets 27 or 36 holes or whatever before I talk about it. And now, uh, you know, for what I'm ending the year with, uh, I think this is a pretty good representation of, of what I'm ending the year with and uh, and why. But uh, I think it's a good set. And the funny thing is, of course, with this set, the way it is set right now, which it's, you know, if you're watching this on YouTube, it's just off to my right. Um this bag, I don't think I've played with it the full 14 clubs and shafts the way it is uh, more than maybe twice this year. Uh, I don't I don't think something like that. It's it, it's been very very few, and I've already just got a a, a new three wood shaft that's probably going in the three wood, so that's gonna change. Everything's always uh, you know uh, on the chopping block here, and everything has has a chance to change. And uh, there's a couple things. Headed my way, fortunately, that uh, that I will be getting in and testing as well. So there's a chance some shaft changes can happen before now and the end of the year. But uh, in terms of you know my what's in the bag and what I consider what's in my bag and what I am playing, like if I got inv- invited to a, a member guest or something where I had to kind of play, let's call it somewhat serious golf, this is the bag I would bring. Uh, you know, if I had to kind of be serious, only play 14 clubs, that's all I was allowed. These are the 14 clubs I'm going to bring, um, and you know, they're the ones that uh, that I'd play if I had a like I said a serious weekend and I couldn't just be swapping stuff out here and there and all that. So um, this is it. And uh, like I said, I mean, it's never for me set in stone. There's always going to be <laughs> always going to be changes, and that's just you know, like I said to you guys before, that's just what I love about the game. I love the fact I, I love equipment. I love testing new stuff out. I love trying it. I love it to see where all these companies are pushing the limits of, of different materials and designs and all this stuff. And to me, that's just uh, an absolute blast. So, so yeah, so we're going to break down what's in the bag. We'll go through, uh, the 14 clubs. I mean, not, every, I mean, I'm not going to talk about individual five iron, six iron, whatever, but, uh, we'll break down basically what 14 clubs uh, are in my bag. And, uh, Maybe even uh, some of the things that go with it, but uh, but yeah. So I guess we'll start off with uh, I guess we'll start at the top of the bag. I guess it's always the easiest, uh, in a sense. I mean, I guess we could work our way backwards and up through the bag, but uh, let's start uh, start off on the top. And uh, the top here is I should have really r- organized these things a lot better, but I didn't. And the first thing uh, we go driver. Uh, so driver this year uh, for most of the year I've played pretty much. Kind of two drivers. Uh, or, or I played three basically all year. I, I kind of played two. Uh, and then when this one I got it in, it basically kind of cemented itself uh, pretty quickly. So it, uh, it it took the lead spot. But um, I've pretty much played the same two or three drivers basically all year because that's what I've, I've hit really well. Um, and, uh, yeah, the, the end of the year uh, kind of go-to driver is going to be my TSR2. So my Titleist TSR2, which uh, I did get fit into when I was out at Titleist uh, just a little bit, uh, what is it, a few months ago and all that, um, this is what uh, basically I got fit into. And uh, it is a great combination of speed and forgiveness. And this is a TSR2 
10 degree head. Uh, I originally got fit into the Hazardous Black 4th Gen um, when I was out there doing the fitting, and I've since then moved over to the Fujikura Ventus uh, TR Red 6X. So 10.5 head, um, or 10, 10, 10 degree head uh, with a Ventus TR 6X. Uh, no tipping, anything like that. Um, it's basically cut at 45 inches, but I've been basically choking down a little bit and playing at 45, 44 and a half because that's kind of the, the length I got fit into when I got fit uh, at Titleist. So um, I, I do have to say the the one thing, I, you know, between, you know, the Vengeance TR Red and the Hazardous Black uh, launches slightly up with this, uh, not a ton, but uh, but a little bit up with it. Uh, and I just felt, I, I felt like out on the course, I've just been a little more consistent with it. Uh, my miss hits have been a little straighter. Uh, I think overall distance-wise between this and the Hazardous uh, combo that was in here, I think distance-wise they're probably pretty darn close. Um, I, I've hit a little bit on the launch monitor, but not a ton. Uh, and I haven't done back-to-back -back with the same heads because I, I haven't switched uh, that Hazardous Black to an all-fit adapter yet, but I will do that. Um, but this thing here has just been a great combo. The, the TR Red has just been really good for my swing. I love the way it, it loads, but it's still super tight uh, as, you, as you bring it down into the ball. Um, I'm playing it with an all-fit adapter, so if you guys don't know what all-fit, I've talked about it before. It is a universal shaft system, so there's a tip that goes on the shaft, an all-fit tip, and then there's a little driver sleeve, uh, and then there's a new screw that goes in the bottom of the head, and you can then use any shaft with any head. But uh, this one here, I've just found, I've just been, you know, more consistent with it. Uh, have I hit the longest drives of the year? No, that probably still goes to the second place driver, which would be my Stealth Plus. With actually the same shaft, um, I don't think I've ever hit you know drives as long as I hit with that. I've just recently not been as consistent. I've just the misses have been a little more brutal. Uh, they've been a little more offline. They've been a little shorter. Uh, when I strike it dead center, it's great, but I, I've just found it to be a little more demanding. And the TSR two, uh, I've just consistently been uh, a little better with it. It's just been a little more forgiving, and uh, it's still definitely long. But uh, love the look, love the shape, the sounds good. And then uh, with the TR Red, like I said, launches a little higher uh, than the than the hazardous uh, Black Fourth Gen, but uh, I felt like I've been a little more consistent with the Ventus Red TR. So um, TSR two, Ventus Red TR six X, uh, forty five inches. Uh, I didn't put on the swing weight scale, but it's got to be pretty close to uh, um, to what the, the the stock weight was. And like I said, it's playing a little longer, so it might even be a little heavier than what I got fit into. But um, like I said, ten degree head, playing it basically neutral. Uh, position on the all fit so 10 degrees and uh yeah it's just been been really solid uh like i said second place was probably my was probably the stealth uh the, the tailor stealth plus uh that I've, i custom ordered with that same ventus red tr uh that combo there i, I think i've said i i had uh the first day i got it and had it on the course I, I probably had the best driving day of my my life in terms of i hit a ton of fairways hitting it crazy long um, it was it was it was pretty pretty intense, but this combo here, where I may not have hit this stupid long drive uh, that I hit with the Stealth Plus, I have kept it in the fairway a little better. But uh, the Stealth Plus uh, 10 degree or 10.5 head with that same shaft uh, has been w was kind of my backup, and that was the one uh, that I played before. And then uh, the other head that I was messing with was, was the Rogue ST triple diamond or i'm sorry the rogue st max ls uh 10.5 t head which is a, a tour issue head that uh my boy johnny wonder was uh was fortunate enough to, to give me 
and uh, I've hit some really great drives. I mean, those things there, I've hit really great drives with. I've just been a little more consistent with the TSR2. So has nothing against those other two drivers. Um, it, this one probably launches the highest uh, out of those those three. Um, you know, using the same shaft in each one. Uh, this TSR2 probably launches the highest out of those three. I have thought of going down just a little bit, like going down 0.75 degrees aloft, but I haven't really needed to. I've hit it pretty good, um, and a lot of the drives that uh, that I've hit really solid, I've hit high. They go a long ways. I don't get a ton of roll, but it's fine. Um, you know, it's starting to get softer up here in Michigan again, so you know what I lose in the roll, I, I gain uh, more than gain back in, uh, in in distance in the air and carry. So. TSR2, 10 degree, uh, Ventus TR Red 6X, 45 inches, and uh, that is what uh, is, is gone in the driver. So it's uh, it's beat out pretty much everything else. Like I said, the the two heads, I was I was Stealth Plus and, and Rogue ST Max LS before, and then this just kind of took over. So uh, like I said, second place would have beat out, I would say, have to be the, the TaylorMade Stealth Plus, but, and, and it all comes down to forgiveness. Uh, you know, the TSR2 is just way, you know, Way more forgiving, a little more stable. Those missed shots stay online just a little bit better. So that's that's why it's in the bag, and uh, so far it's been uh, it's been really good. It, it is surprising I do have to say out on the course. The one kind of knock I'll give it, um, it's a little louder than I remember it being at TPI. Maybe slightly different heads, maybe slightly different amount of hot melt or something in those heads. But uh, mine is definitely a little bit louder, uh, especially on miss hits. So I may uh, see about maybe getting like a slighter, slightly lighter weight uh, for the back of that thing and maybe shooting just a touch of hot melt into the back to, uh, to soften it up. But, I mean, that's a pretty minor gripe. And for overall, the feel of the driver is really, really good. Uh, and the sound is, is good. It's just a, a little louder than I would 100% prefer. And uh, compared to, say, Stealth Plus, you know, Stealth Plus is a pretty muted driver. So, uh, but yeah, so that is uh, the, the what's in the bag Club number one. Club number two would be three wood as we move uh, down the line, and three wood is uh, actually pretty much uh, matching my uh, <laughs> matching my my driver. So I'm going TSR two uh, three wood, and that is going to be basically my three my TSR through TSR two three wood. Uh, it's a 15 degree head, and it is actually turned down just a touch. It's set at D one. So turn down just a touch, uh, a little bit lower lofting to kind of open the face uh, and add a little distance to it. And for the most part, uh, I'm hitting this driver off the tee. So, you know, a little bit uh, less loft isn't killing me there. Um, the shaft in this one is still the the hazardous uh, black fourth gen, uh, which is a 70 gram. It's actually only a, st a stiff flex, which is basically what I got fit into. And I do have to say with this, this setup, this combo... Uh, it's just a good combination of something I can hit off the turf as well as hit it off the tee and find success with both shots. Um, I uh, it is it 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 took a, a little bit of time for it to beat out my my Sim Two Max uh, that I had with the Speeder NX in it. That was kind of my gamer before this, uh, and then I moved on to again another uh, you know uh, uh, club from Johnny Wonder, my boy. Um, I had a Rogue STLS head with the adjustable hosel, and that thing is an absolute cannon. Uh, it just launches a little low, and it's a little tough for me to hit off the turf. Off the tee, it's an absolute cannon. Um, I just can't really, I just haven't hit it off the turf well for me. 
Um, it's got a little deeper face than, than this guy, so um, it, it's great off the tee, but it, it, like I said, I, I don't hit it off the turf well. And the TSR2 here, I, I've done a good job of hitting both shots uh, on the course. So I don't pull it a lot for shots off the, the turf. It's got to be pretty pretty wide open, par 5, going 4-2, and two, not a whole lot of trouble, no water ahead, anything like that. Um, and then I will uh, will let it rip with here with this thing, but uh, it's been really good. I love the the feel and the sound. It's got that uh, you know high pitch little ting to it when you hit it well, and it's overall just really forgiving. Uh, it, it it's you know I can hit it pretty much all over the face here and and get away with a pretty good shot. Um, the hazardous black fourth gen uh, is, is pretty good in this head. It's not a super high launching head or a super uh, low launching shaft like the old hazardous black. It is, you know, a little bit more kind of mid-low launch uh, and, and and low spin. So it's still uh, it's still tight. Dispersion's still good. It's got a good uh, kind of stout feel to it, even for a stiff flex. And uh, it, it's been pretty consistent, but it still helps get the ball up in the air uh, a little bit. So it's not crazy low launch and uh, and spin like, uh, like some of the other hazardous products uh, that have been out there. So... This one here, uh, playing actually at a, at a full 43 inches, uh, which is pretty interesting because I've usually typically played my, my three woods pretty short. Um, oh, no, I'm sorry. This one is 42 uh, and a half. This one's 42 and a half. Um, the five wood I got fit into was was basically uh, almost full length, so they were very similar length. But uh, um, the three wood here, uh, 42 and a half. I think it's D3-ish swing weight, something like that, whatever stock is. And, uh, yeah, I'm set, it's set at D1 in terms of the hosel settings. But uh, like I said, overall, just been a great combination of, of hitting it off the tee uh, when I need to, which is probably 90% of this club's life, and still being able to uh, hit a decent shot off the turf uh, when it's required or needed or wanted. Uh, and this is kind of the first uh, three wood that I've been able to do that with fairly consistently uh, since, I mean, my, my Sim 2 Max wasn't too bad off the turf. It, it wasn't amazing for me, um, but off the tee, it was really good. And honestly, this is kind of becoming the the, the club that I've, I'm hitting better and better as uh, as the year goes on, and it's getting closer to uh, the magical unicorn status that was my XR16 uh, three wood that I, I played for for so long. But um, it's not quite there yet, but we're getting there. We're getting more comfortable with it. Uh, I am gonna pull the shaft on this and put uh, a, a a Ventus TR Red seven uh, X. I just got it in. Uh, so I'm going to put that in this head uh, shortly, just to see uh, if I, uh, you know, if I like that setup a little better. Uh, I've got a, a tip coming, I think tomorrow. So that will be something that, uh, unfortunately, I don't think I'll get out and play with it tomorrow because I don't think I'll be getting it in uh, soon enough. I don't think uh, uh, deliveries will be that fast uh, for my my local UPS man. But uh, <laughs> I will be putting that shaft in here uh, shortly. And like I said, the 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 club that the TSR2 beat out was i mean again my sim 2 max which um it was it was one of those that it was in the bag but it wasn't the magical love that i've had with three woods in the in, in the past and before that uh like i said uh, the the rogue st this tour issue rogue st uh ls head with the adjustable hosel was uh, it was a 15 degree head i set the hosel minus one so it was 14 and uh again amazing off the tee hit these flat low spin bullets that just went an absolute mile um the head shape is just a little bit different than the, the, the than the retail uh rogue st and it just everything about the head is great it looks awesome um you know it's got this matte the, the top is the the matte 
uh, black with a carbon, but it doesn't have any of the uh, the markings on it. It's just uh, it's super stealth. And it's got a nice deep face, and when you hit it off the the tee, it's an absolute monster. Um, I just, unfortunately, like I said, I just, I, I did not, I struggled with hitting it off the, the turf or hitting it high enough off the turf. And I think part of that is, when Johnny kind of explained that head, I mean, having the adjustable hosel on it was great for dialing it in, but it also kind of moved that CG up a little bit. A lot of weight went up higher, and uh, it definitely flew a little flatter. And uh, like I said, just off the turf, it, it's just not as consistent for me. So going into long par five, stuff like that, it's just a lot harder to do um, or i'm just not as you know not hitting it as well as consistently so uh, the tsr2 has done that and uh, it's definitely been uh, easier to hit off of the turf than my sim sim 2 max um and and like i said my rogue st excuse me so those two there um are great and like i said a lot of these were close like i mean i had the i had the rogue st in the bag just like a couple weekends ago playing it so it's not like you know when i say this is my what's in the bag and that's it. It's not like that's it. Like nothing else is ever coming in, you know, the bag until something new. It's, you know, the stuff that I have that is technically beat out is still going to have chances to go back in the bag. So um, I'm still going to play those clubs. I still do. I enjoy going out there and playing that stuff. So just because I say it's this is the what's in the bag doesn't mean that <clears throat> the second and third place finishers aren't jumping back in the bag. So um and then the one uh, three wood that I kind of took out that I had really high hopes for and it just it just couldn't beat out the other two uh, was the Cobra LTD X Max uh, head and I put a graphite design two uh, AD IZ seven X uh, in that and I thought that was going to be a great combo and the winner on the range I hit that really well and it just didn't translate to the course um, I hit a few really good shots with it it's super easy to elevate off the turf and it's you know it's got a deep enough face where it's easy to hit off the the off the tee, I just, for whatever reason, I get on the course and it just, I, I cannot keep it in the fairway where I need to. So that one is one that I really had high hopes for. I really had great expectations or high expectations. I really like the look. <clears throat> I like the sound of it. I like the color of it. It was the, the, um, like the, what is it? Pete blue or whatever it was called. Um, it looked really good. And I just, uh, it unfortunately, I just, I couldn't get it to work for me. Couldn't get it to go. So I, uh, you know, that, that was probably the third place, uh, finisher there. And then I had, uh, you know, I had a, um, a couple others like like my PXG was a five was a five wood turned down and it unfortunately just wasn't quite long enough. Um, so there were some other ones there that uh, a lot of my tribe, but like I said, second place was going to be that that Rogue STLS had uh, that tour issue one that it's not easy to hold of and that one there is gonna I'm actually going to do a little reshaft with that one uh, as well just to see if you know maybe we can find a, a little more magic with it, but it is uh, kind of turned itself into a you know, T only, you know, if I need to hit it off the fairway, it's, it's probably not going to happen. But uh, TSR2, 15 degree head, set at D1 uh, on the adapter with a Project X hazardous black fourth gen at 42 and a half uh, would be the three wood uh, this year. So that's kind of the, the what's in the bag for the three wood. <clears throat> and then moving from driver to three wood, the next club in my bag kind of jumped uh, a little bit in the beginning of the year. Uh, I was messing with uh, the Callaway uh Apex UW, I was uh, really loving the the Cobra um, King Tech Hybrid, and then uh, I went out to Arizona and got to hit my first uh, seven wood that I've hit in a long, long time. And uh, the seven wood is the PXG zero three one one XF seven wood, which is a twenty two degree head um, set 
one low, so set, set at 21 degrees, and as flat as it'll go. So set in kind of the PXG flat setting uh, and minus one degree. So um, set a little stronger and set uh, uh, and set flat uh, flatter. Take away some of the left out of it. And I do have to say, this thing, I, I hadn't hit a 7-wood. Uh, again, this is all stuff that probably everybody's heard from me, but I haven't hit a 7-wood since high school. And hit putting this thing in the bag, it has been just super easy to hit. I mean, the ball is super easy to elevate off the ground, uh, hitting it off the turf, out of the rough, anything like that. You can get the ball up. Uh, it goes the, 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 the perfect yardage I need it to go. Um, it's like that two... 200 to 215 club, uh, depending on where you hit it. And then off the tee, I've hit a few that have gone, you know, easily 220. Uh, the one I've hit it really solid off the tee, and it just really goes. So PXG Gen 5 0311XF, which is the more forgiving head. They make a 0311 uh, standard head that's a little smaller, a little more compact. Uh, and then shaft-wise in it, it's, uh, oh, sorry. Uh, the shaft-wise in it has been uh, a Nippon NS Pro Reggio Formula MB Plus uh, 75X, which is actually a pretty heavy shaft. The uncut weight on this is like 79 grams, almost 80 grams. And uh, it's kind of a, it, it takes, it's got the same profile as the uh, Modus Tour 125, so kind of mid-launch, uh, kind of mid-low spin. And it is uh, probably one of the, one of the smoothest uh, wood shafts you've never hit. Uh, it's really, really good. Uh, really consistent, but I like the weight. It still it gets the ball up in the air uh, easily, but it also doesn't oh, you know it doesn't have a lot of like floaters that just get up and fall out of the sky. Like it's not too high a spin. Um, it's just doing a really good combo in this seven wood. Uh, I think originally this thing had um, what did it have in it? Oh, I think it had a Diamante S plus eighty gram uh, in there, or, se- or maybe it was a seventy. Uh, but anyway, it was a, it was a stiff flex and it got up in the air really easily, but it didn't just had a lot of left to it. Uh, I just never was able to kind of stop it from, from not having a draw. Um, this is a pretty stout shaft. I mean, I know Nippon's not really known for their graphite uh, wood shafts, but this one here uh, is really solid, and they basically make three models. They make an M+, plus, which is higher launching, uh, and then a B+, plus, which is more mid-launching, kind of like the Modus 120. Like I said, this is kind of a Modus 105, 125, uh, even 115-ish kind of uh, profile, so a little stiffer handle. Uh, mid-launch, kind of mid-low spin, and uh, it look, works really well in the 7-wood for me. Like I said, it's got a little extra weight in the previous shaft, uh, a few grams heavier, and that mid-launch just uh, kind of keeps me able to get the ball up in the air, up and up off the turf in the air, but it doesn't go just straight up in the air and fall right down. Like, it goes up, it, it flattens out a little bit, and I still get the distance I need out of it. Uh, but overall, the 7-wood has been, been really good. Now, this here I still do put in... Um, uh, a hybrid from time to time, depending on the course I'm playing. Uh, and typically when I do, it would be the Cobra King tech, uh, hybrid. That would be the, the three, uh, hybrid there, which is like 20 degrees or 19 degrees. Uh, and I've got a, a, a Ventus HB eight X, uh, in that, uh, and it's a great hybrid. Uh, it's easy to hit. It just doesn't launch as high off the turf. So like hitting into a par five, um, I played, couple weekends ago over at Dearborn Country Club and, you know, had a drive that, uh, you know, had a green light. It was like 210 to the, uh, to the green. Uh, I hit it a little right, but I hit a pin high and it just straight up in the air, went 210, hit the ground, done. Uh, and I was just right, chipped on and everything was good. But, um, you know, if it's something where I know I'm not going to be hitting either, either hitting into par fives or I know, 
I'm just not going to have a lot of shots at that distance, uh, or I'm going to hit a lot of balls off the tee uh, with with hybrid or seven wood. I will typically put the uh, the cobra in the bag, but for most rounds, uh, the seven wood. And and I've I've gotten a little better at trusting the seven wood off the tee. Before I'd always be nervous that it wouldn't go long enough or it would go straight, have no roll, hit the ground, and I'd be you know a club or two more into a green. And really, when I hit it solid off the tee, I, I haven't had that issue. It's been you know the the balls have gone a, a good good distance. So. Um, yeah, the 0311XF7 wood, like I said, 22 degrees, uh, but the adapter is set to the PXG side, minus one, uh, and flat. So it's been uh, been really good. And the other thing I love about it is most higher lofted fairway woods, when you get into the five, seven, nines, all those, they tend to look shut. You know, when you set them down, they all have this, you know, shut face to them. And, and I don't know if part of that's just the way they paint the top line or, or if it's something where uh, you're just seeing more loft on the face and that makes it look shut or what, uh, but they all do. And the thing I really do like about the seven wood is when you set it down, it's, it's dead square. Uh, so it, uh, I, I like the look of it. I, I've got some confidence that, you know, it's not going to go left and, uh, I, I've been a big fan of it. So I've, I've been, I think raving about this thing all year. Uh, right now it's not going anywhere, uh, in the bag until, I don't know, I'd have to try some other seven woods to see if, uh, if anything would knock it out. But at the moment, um, this one here is, uh, is kind of in the bag. So, um, I did get fit into a TSR2 5-wood uh, that kind of was going to match this and beat it. And it ended up just going too far. Uh, it was a 5-wood. We added some loft. It still just it just unfortunately went too far. So gave that 5-wood five five to a guy uh, in the office, and uh, he's been uh, been hitting a little bit. But the, the Gen 5 uh, PXG 7-wood, the 0311 XF, the more forgiving one, has been, uh, has been really good in the bag in that, like, 200 to 210, maybe 215 spot uh, that... Uh, that the hybrid typically had taken, uh, then, uh, you know, now I'm playing a seven wood. I'm getting old, you know, I'm over 40, I'm 41, I'm going to be 42 in the spring. So it's, uh, it's, it's one of the things I'm slowing down. I'm not hitting it as far. But that is true. I've noticed that my club head speed is really driver wise is down a couple of miles an hour from last year. So that is, uh, that is definitely uh, not a good sign. So then we move into the irons and, Irons, I've kind of made a change. I know Turski and I did a what's in the bag on TG2, probably end of the middle, kind of middle to end of the you know, second half of the summer. Uh, we did one, and I had a set of irons in there that I was hitting really well, and I've since moved on to something different, uh, and, and a little different uh, for sure. I think this may be the same, uh, but maybe not. But anyway, the four iron uh, in my set, when I go to four iron, is going to be the Tour Edge Exotics, C722 tie utility. So this is the utility iron they have that has a titanium face in it. So it's got a uh, it's got a titanium face instead of being steel. It's you know steel. It's got a rear movable weight, um, and it's uh, it's got a good shape to it. Uh, somewhat minimal offset. Uh, you see a hair of the back muscle uh, at a dress, but the top line is isn't crazy crazy thick. Uh, the sole is is pretty average uh, compared to other. Um, other utilities, but this one here, it's just, um, and this one basically is, uh, it's just something that I, I hit off the tee majority of its life, but I do hit it off the turf a decent amount, uh, as well, or let's say decent amount. I hit it off the turf, uh, you know, somewhat, but most of the time it, uh, it is off the tee and it is that just kind of placement club. And, and a lot of it, when I play at St. Clair Shores, during my league on Thursday nights, there's a handful of holes that, you know, hitting four and off the tee takes away a ton of the danger, while also 
uh, you know, being able to still get to the green with a, a mid to short iron uh, with no problem. Uh, I like this. So this one here beat out the Mizuno Fly High, which um, I really like the Mizuno Fly High off the tee. It's an absolute cannon. It goes a long way, uh, almost too far. But it's so long heel to toe that I just hit it extremely poorly off the off the turf. And the tour edge uh, is definitely something I hit better uh, off the turf compared to the Mizuno. So um, this tie fly high has got a good sound to it. It's got a little ting uh, from that titanium face. Uh, not crazy. It's still pretty. Uh, it's still pretty muted. It's it's not crazy loud, but it's got a little ting to it. Uh, but I kind of like that because I kind of feel like it's getting a little more oomph out of it. Um, I've hit a few balls off the tee with this thing that have gone kind of stupid far, uh, but off the turf it it is like you know my my 190 to 200 club. Um, off the tee, it is 200 to, I've had, when I used, I messed around with Arcos once and I had one shot that said 225 with this thing. Now that had to be a little downwind or something like that, but I don't remember it being windy, but it had to be downwind. And, uh, but this thing is, it, you know, it offers a good amount of forgiveness. The titanium face, when you miss it off center, still holds some goal, good ball speed. So when you're hitting it on a par four, a uh, short par four, and you need to just, you know, get one in the fairway, it has to be in the fairway. You can know that if you do catch it a little low on the face, you catch it a little low toe or low heel or high heel, whatever, anywhere on the face you catch it, it's probably going to hold a little more ball speed than a traditional iron uh, that matches your set or some of the other utilities out there. And, and this thing has done that. So it's 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 pretty good. Uh, I get a good uh, kind of feeling. I've got some confidence with it. In here is a KBS PGI. Uh, so there's a TGI and a PGI. The PGI is the higher launching uh, shaft. So a PGI 90 that uh, is tipped, I think, an extra half inch, so it's kind of hard-stepped because um, these don't come in really a flex. Like the 90-gram the uh, comes in as one flex, the 100-gram comes in another, um, so they're just gradually stiffer as you go up in weight. So I think this one's tipped just like a little bit extra, uh, but the PGI-90 from, uh, from, from KBS, which again, like I said, is a little higher launching than the KGI uh, that they came out with first. This is like the player's graphite iron, but it, uh, it does have kind of a mid-high launch, uh, a little bit, you know, a little bit more spin. It's got a good feel to it. It's uh, it's smooth. It's got, uh, you know, it has a good release and impact. It's it's easy to turn over. It doesn't really want to go left hard, but uh, it is dump something that you can turn over pretty easily and square up. And uh, I play this basically at full four iron length. So whatever four and like 39 inches uh, is basically what I play this at. But um, it basically beat out the Mizuno Fly High. Basically, they're both super long off the tee. They're both cannons. I'd probably give the edge slightly to Mizuno on uh, on on tee performance, and the Mizuno does have a little bigger face, so you can get away with some shots there. But the head is almost too big to hit off the turf. Like I just, it's very rare that I hit a solid shot off the with a ball off the turf uh, with that fly high, uh, compared to this, which I just have a much higher percentage of hitting a better shot. So. I will forego a little bit of distance and maybe a hair forgiveness off the tee with the Mizuno uh, to go with the uh, the Tour Edge. That gives me pretty much majority of, of what I get there in a little bit more compact package that I think for me, even if it's just mentally, uh, is a little easier to hit off uh, off the turf. Um, like I said, the Mizuno, it just, I, I can't think of too many shots that I've hit solid off the turf with that thing. Where this one, um, I, I've, I've hit some really, uh, some really solid solid shots with so 
Uh, the tie utility uh, is, is definitely been in the bag. Like I said, I like the shape. I know some people set it down and they don't. Um, I think it looks pretty good. Like I said, just a, a little bit of offset, and you see a little bit of the back muscle, but uh, it's nothing uh, nothing ob- obtrusive or nothing too offensive or anything like that. Um, but it's uh, overall uh, a really good head. I do still need to turn on my ferrule. Uh, it's still a little big, the one that I put on there, <laughs> but I was always kind of thinking maybe I'll reshaft it with something else or something new or something different. And just haven't done it, so uh, it's uh, it's in the bag as it is, and maybe one of these days I will uh, remember to pull it out when I'm turning some ferrules. And uh, with the and the funny thing is, I had a buddy over uh, today, and we were we put two shafts and two different clubs for him, and uh, I actually turned down a ferrule uh, on a fairway wood for him, and then totally forgot about this and and haven't haven't done it yet. So I will get to it. I will turn down the ferrule eventually. It probably won't look any better than what it looks like now, but uh, but I will turn on the ferrule. But like I said, a, a good combination of, uh, of ease of getting the ball up in the air, a little bit more speed at the top end of the bag, uh, which I'd always need, and uh, something that's easy to hit off the tee or the turf. Uh, this C722 tie utility has been uh, has been really good. So um, like I said, I've, I've still put the Mizuno in the bag uh, a handful of times as I've needed to or wanted to. Um, so again, like I said, nothing here is, you know, necessarily set in stone. This isn't like, oh, I'm playing this the rest of the year and that's it. These, uh, you know, at any one time could find their way, uh, replaced by something else. Uh, and then I get to irons, which irons is kind of what's switched up a little from what I did, uh, um, uh, my, um, uh, my thing with Tursky. And basically I've, uh, moved to uh, a little combo set, a little combo set of my own. So, Iron-wise, I'm running with the, in the top end of the bag, so the 5 through 7 iron, 5, 6, 7 iron, um, I'm running the PXG Gen 5 0311Ts, so, uh, or the 0311T Gen 5. So 5 through uh, five through 7 iron, uh, running these bad boys, and somebody asked me, kind of like, well, why are you playing those? You know, you were playing 770s, you played T100s, you played uh, a handful of, uh, of, of different clubs, uh, you know, this year and realistically, because they're a really good cheater, you know, for, for a guy like me who, when you set them down, they have very little offset. They've got a pretty thin top line. They're not crazy long heel to toe. They're just a overall good shape in my opinion. Um, but they're hollow bot or they're, you know, they're, they're multi-piece construction. They're foam filled. They allow you to hit hit it off center and hit it substantially off center and still get away with shots that say like my T100s and uh, some like, you know, single forged irons, they just, or single piece forged irons just don't let you do. Um, and that's a lot of what I liked about my P770s. Um, the P770s still get in the bag a good amount. Uh, my T100s still get in the bag. I took them to the range the other night um, and, and hit them because I hadn't hit them in a while. But if I'm going to play these uh, 0311T Gen 5s, have been uh, have been really really good. And like I said, they're they're a good cheater iron. They let you get away with with a, a whole lot more than you really should. But when you set them down, you know you feel like a player. I personally like the back look of them. Um, I know some people finding out that the black sections on the toe and the heel aren't actual weights. Kind of like didn't like that look. I I, I think they look all right. I think they look kind of cool. So. But they're easy to launch in the air. Um, my set here has, has Elevate 95s uh, in them, uh, True Temper Elevate 95s. And I tell you what, off the turf, off the tee, uh, wherever you're hitting them, they go high. They land soft. You get a very minimal release from them uh, when you hit, or, you know, release on the green. 
Um, they're just really good in terms of distance control and stuff like that. I haven't found uh, any hot spots on the face uh, or anything like that where you, know, you catch a little off the toe or off the heel or something like that, and the ball goes an extra you know seven yards, something like that. I haven't run into that yet. The feel and sound is great. They're really solid. They've got that thud. I think they're a little firmer uh, than Gen 4 while still being, you know, soft and uh, and, and responsive. But uh, overall, the, the shape is really good. They've got enough bounce where they don't dig. Um, they just overall, like I said, are a good cheater iron. They're an iron that I set down. It looks like a player's iron. And when I make a bad swing, uh, I, I can get away with it. I get the ball to the front of the green or to the front fringe or something like that where... Um, you know, when I miss it with a, a, a six iron and it's a T100 or it's something else, you know, the, another blade like the Tacoma uh, 301s or something like that, I'm missing the green. I'm coming up short. These here, uh, I can get the ball in the front of the green uh, or I can get the ball close to the distance I needed to go and, and, you know, some poor swings, I can really get away with them. Um, and then on seven through pitch, or I'm sorry, eight through pitching wedge, I've actually thrown in the... <laughs> 0317 STs. Uh, so these are the brand new blades uh, that PXG came out with just a little bit ago. I know I reviewed them on a show um, just a couple weeks ago. But uh, I took these things out as a full set because uh, I have four through gap wedge and played them. And they were really good. They're really soft. They, they really have a great feel to them. But in the upper irons, I just, I mean, I, I couldn't, I wasn't consistent excuse me, consistent enough, and I, I don't hit it, you know, on the center near enough to play those, and the long irons, even though the four iron is like a full cavity back, I just don't, I'm not that consistent, but from eight iron down, I can get away with playing, a, you know, a, a blade, and again, the feel on them is great, they're super soft, they're really solid, um, you know, if you want to say, these are more the scoring irons, and you definitely don't have to worry about hot spots or you know the ball jumping with these or anything like that. Uh, you don't. Uh, these are the same shafts, uh, the True Temper Elevate 95s. And I didn't even, uh, when I first put them in, I didn't even bend them or anything like that. And I think they are like the same lofts uh, as the, the Gen 5s. And they basically played in perfect. Like uh, the, you know, even though not having the hot face and all that. I think the first thing I said on, on my podcast about these 0317s were how long they were. Like, when you hit them in the center, they go as long as, you know, as anything else. So matching them up has been no problem. When you set them down, in terms of shape, they blend, shape, color, finish, they blend really well uh, with the Gen 5 Ts. Uh, and I found that, uh, you know, it's just kind of cool to play a combo set. It's fun to kind of play a little bit of a blade and, and make yourself feel like you're a little better player than you are. Um, but the feel on these is, is fantastic. Distance control, if you can hit it in the center, is really, really good. Now, if you miss it on these, you're definitely going to pay the price a little more. But that's why I've only got 8-9 in pitching wedge in the bag, because those there, the, the misses aren't as drastic. You know, with the 5-iron, I'm going to hit it out of the toe. I'm going to hit it low on the face. I'm going to hit some some different spots of the face. Where an 8-iron, I'm, I'm going to keep it kind of close to center. You know, I'm going to keep it in the grooved area for the most part. Uh, so the, the misses aren't near as bad, um, and these things just have a really good feel, sound, everything. They've just got that soft thud when you hit it solid, uh, and the ball just uh, it really goes. And the same thing with these. They, they've they got more than enough bounce, and even in soft conditions, they don't dig, um, and that's great for being a, a, a pretty narrow-soled iron. Uh, and like I said, the distance-wise, they've, uh, they've they've been really good and, and pretty much matched up really well with the Gen 5 Ts. So um, I think 8, 
would have to is going to stay the same. I think pitching wedge is the only thing that I may tweak up a degree uh, in in terms of loft. I'll make it just like one strong. Pretty much because my game, I don't hit pitching wedge or any of my wedges really that far. I'm kind of short when it comes to those clubs. Um, but I've been rocking this combo set of uh, 0311Ts and 0317Sts uh, for, for you know a couple weeks now. And I've been uh, been a big fan of it. I've, I've really liked uh, how they've played together. So I've uh, been a big fan. have been playing uh, a good amount of these the past uh, past couple weeks. So um, a fun little set. If I, you know, if I didn't combo it, I would have no problem just playing the 311 Gen 5s. I mean, I would just play these the full set. Um, to me, the pitching wedge on on the the other set looks just a, a hair more compact. Not a whole lot. It just, I think, it looks a little shorter heel to toe. Um, so that looks a little better. But if I had to play the full set of Gen 5s, I'd be fine with that too. Um, but, uh, yeah, like I said, been a really good set. And uh, have switched over from, uh, like I said, the, my, second, my second play set would be the P770s. And I've hit those really, really well, um, especially in the long irons. I've really hit the P770s well. It gets to the short irons, and and I think they just have a slightly different look, or maybe it's the wider sole. I haven't been as consistent with them. Um, and, you know, I just, uh, I've, I've struck the ball a little better with the PXGs. You know, the P770s are great. They're probably a little bit longer. Um, you know, when I go out there and look at yardages, Hitting shots there, I mean, the P770s are, are probably a couple yards longer than the Gen 5s. Um, they've been a couple yards longer than pretty much the majority of the stuff I've, I've hit and the majority of the stuff in my arsenal. Um, I've just struck it a little better with uh, with these. And I think, honestly, a little bit could be the slightly lighter shaft uh, and the slightly higher launching shaft. It's just, you know, a little better distance control and uh, and, and getting that ball up in the air. So um, I should uh, get a little higher launching set of uh, shafts for my P770s and see where that goes. Um so I'm moving to wedges, and like I said, pitching wedge uh, is going to be the 0317ST from uh, from PXG. Uh, you know that uh, stays the same. I do have the gap wedge for that set, but and I and I did play it, and I I do have to say I I do like it. Like it actually works really well. But uh, gap wedge is uh, I've just always kind of gone back to the old trusty SM8 uh, 50.12 F grind. It's just kind of been the go-to. As much as I try to get away from it, I try all these other wedges. I think it's just something about the shape of this this gap wedge that just suits my eye really well. Um, it just has a, a good shape to it. Uh, it's got just a touch more offset than I would truly love, um, but I love the 12-degree the bounce on the sole. gets to the turf really well in these softer conditions, and when I get kind of over the top and steep, um, these are the raw ones I actually you know ordered through Wedgeworks. And uh, we've got little skulls and everything on them. But these ones here, uh, you know, Modus Tour 125 um, in here. I rarely hit too many full shots with this thing. Um, I've gotten a little better at it uh, now with the gap wedge hitting fuller shots. Uh, but this is pretty much my, you know, 105 to, let's say, 90 club, depending on wind, depending on, you know, the whole location, all that. Um, I do use this for a lot of shots, and I've actually gotten uh, more use out of it around the green you know if i'm on the fringe something like that chipping i will pull 50 instead of uh you know 56 or 54 or whatever i'm playing at the time i will pull this more often uh than than anything else uh sometimes i'll pull pitching wedge uh depending on the shot but uh 50 degrees pretty much bread and butter for uh for little pitch shots or little chip shots around the green that are just getting them on and letting it run or you know getting the ball going and just letting it uh, it roll out. But like I said, I think it's just a shaping thing of, of this SM8 that I just really like. And uh, every time I you know put something else in the bag, 
it just doesn't look as comfortable over the ball as uh, as this ends up looking. So um, a really good uh, you know wedge. The the grooves on it are still actually really good. I mean, I guess either practicing on mats and not playing enough and rotating through wedges. Like I've still got all the little micro grooves in here, so uh, my SM8 is still good to go. It's not uh, not worn out, uh, even though it may look a little rusty. It is uh, definitely still good to go in terms of spin. Um, the one that's beat out, the backup would be the TaylorMade MG3. Uh, MG3, 50, uh, I have a 52 that I've kind of bent to 51. Um, I've bent it all the way to 50 because um, it is, uh, what is it, 90-degree bounce or 10-degree bounce, so it, uh, it it still plays all right. And I, I really like that uh, uh, that wedge as well. I mean, the one thing I do have to say, the the amount of offset in the MG in the MG3 is just slightly less than the SM8. Um, it, it, it definitely has a little more uh, of, a, of a straighter transition from hosel into leading edge. Uh, it spins great. Uh, the raw face is, is really good in the wet condition. conditions. Um, I think that one there, it's just a matter of I, I, I need the 50 instead of the 52, and it has a little less bounce. And I think the 12-degree sole on there allows me to kind of knock it into the turf uh, around the greens and hit those little pitch and chip shots with a little more confidence where I feel like I have to be uh, a little more precise with the 52 degree uh, mg3 so um, but really like uh you know that sm850 i just don't have an sm9 so uh for an sm9 uh, i think they sent in a 52 i don't have a 50 uh would i swap it out for an sm9 probably uh you know i'd, I'd have to hit it and see but an, an sm9 with the same specs uh, i think they are a little softer so i'd probably swap it out but i just don't have one so sm850 uh probably the oldest club in the bag i know uh, i had somebody in one of my Q&As asked me, like, what's the oldest club in your bag? And I was like, really nothing. Uh, the SM8 is probably the oldest thing in my bag, which is still only like two years old. So, um, And then after the uh, the 50 degree, we run into, uh, I'm, I've been playing a 56, and I've kind of put the SM9, well, I'll talk about my second choice, but anyway, this one here is kind of an old guy I've had laying around that I've kind of re-found some love for, which is the TaylorMade MG3. 56 standard bounce, which is 12 degrees, so standard bounce, uh, 56, and this thing here has been really, really good. It's funny, because I, I have had this wedge right when it, right when it came out. Um, I was uh, at a TaylorMade launch event, got this wedge, and I really liked it, and then I started hitting the D-grind, uh, which has a little more bounce. The title is D-grinds, and I switched over, and then I pulled this thing out at, I don't remember what it was. It was, it was kind of late in the summer. I pulled this thing out one day and went out, and I just God, I was hitting some really good shots, but I was chipping with it well. I was like out of the bunker. I was just killing it out of the bunker with it. Um, I was just kind of hitting everything, all kinds of shots with it. And I went back to the D grinds, and it was fine. But every time I put this thing in the bag, I, I, I typically hit some really good wedge shots with this wedge. And uh, I think having, uh, you know, a little wider sole, uh, you know, not quite as much bounce as the uh, as the SM9, uh, the D grind, uh, but it's got a wider sole, a little fuller sole, uh, but still a good amount of bounce. A lot of float through the trap, you know, when you open it up. I don't care if it's fluffy sand, if it's firm sand, you're going to be able to get this club through the, uh, you know, through that, that, that sand without, you know, without any digging or very, very minimal. Um, the spin on it is really good. Checks up nicely. The, the, like I said, the micro grooves on this thing are still fully intact. I just, I don't get enough wedge shots practicing uh, to, to really wear out wedges uh, in a sense. So, um, but I've really just, I've played really well with it and it's been really versatile. I've hit, uh, uh, a few more closer to full shots, let's call it, uh, you know, the typically I'd, I'd only hit this like 85 yards. I'm a little more comfortable for whatever reason with this wedge, uh, even at 90 yards, which for me is pretty much a full swing. 
Um, and I think it is just that little fuller, you know, kind of full soul on it. Just, you know, I'm not as worried about something digging or hitting it fat or anything like that. Um, and it's done, uh, done really well. Trajectory-wise, I mean, you can hit everything. I mean, you can open it up, hit some high-lofted shots. You can flight it down, hit some lower-launching shots. Um, and if you really want to hit some low-left uh, spinners, you can do that as well. Um, but it's been really good. Um, a shaft that I'm going to talk about in another future episode of I'm Messing With is this new uh, Breakthrough Golf uh, Zone, or ZNE shaft. I think next week I'm going to give you kind of the full review. I've got... Uh, a 130 in this one. I've also got a 115 uh, that's in another wedge. So um, messing with both those, but this thing is uh, uh, so far. I've been really impressed with the shaft. It's it's, it's really really good. But before that, uh, I had a Modus 125 in here, and I like that little lower kind of flatter ball flight that that 125 offers. And uh, it, it's just overall a, a really solid TaylorMade wedge, you know wedge from TaylorMade. So I've been really happy with it. And uh, like I said, I've been really kind of really in a groove with it so it's it's been uh, been rocking and rolling and and i really do like it um yeah the sm9 54 d grind is kind of what i was playing before that or it was kind of the in the lead before that uh that uh, i switched over and i don't know i think uh, just something with the d grind maybe i haven't been as steep lately or getting as over the top and down on it as much um i just uh i haven't been as 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 consistent with that i've been hitting a lot of like low heel shots uh and stuff like that um, and which again is my swing, uh, but I've been a little more consistent with the the mill grind three, which is the only reason uh, you know that I moved away from uh, the SM9 uh, 54D. So it's still there, it's still up in my my rack up there. It still gets used. I still uh, <laughs> I'm still uh, not getting rid of it or anything like that. Uh, it's it's up there, and I still do put it in the in, in the bag. Um, so, but but like I said, this this mill grind 56, I've just been really really enjoying and really hitting well. So. Uh, it is in the bag. And then you get to the 60. And the 60, I, I literally, I mean, most of these I've always said, like, here's one. It is a 50-50 battle between these two two wedges. And it all comes down typically to where am I playing? What are the conditions like? Is it soft? Is it not? Am I playing at, like, a really tight, you know, country club? Am I playing at a muni that may be a little longer hairy? And, uh, you know, basically it is the Vokey 60T grind. Uh, which, again, I never thought was a wedge really for me, the 60T. Uh, but after hitting it as much as I have been hitting it, it uh, it is really good. And if, you, if you're somebody who likes to open the face uh, a whole lot uh, with your wedges, this thing is really, really solid for that. Uh, the ability to kind of open it up, leading edge does not come off the ground hardly at all. Um, so even a tight lie uh, that you're going to open the face and, and hit kind of a high lofted shot. You can do that with this 60T. Um, it's just super versatile. It does require a little bit more precision uh, than, say, a sole. Or, you know, a, a sole with more bounce, or a wider sole, or a bigger sole, anything like that. It does take a little more precision uh, that you don't either just slide right under the ball uh, and it goes up and goes nowhere, um, or that uh, you get a little uh, in a little early and you you take a little solid divot. But I like the feel. Um, I like the fact that I've, I've gotten a little more confident with hitting some higher lofted shots with it. Uh, and around the greens, that's pretty much all I use my 64 is, you know, some stuff that you're short-sided or, you know, really short-sided bunkers, stuff like that. You got to carry a bunker or something like that. Uh, that's pretty much all I use it for. And, uh, this thing has been really good and I've really liked it. And like I said, especially if I'm going to play, uh, like a country club where I know it's going to be a little tighter, uh, you know, a little tighter grass, a little shorter grass. Uh, I know that leading edge, uh, won't come up and it's been a great wedge for that. Um, but then the other side of it, I've uh, been playing and enjoying 
a lot of a wedge that I didn't think I would, which is the TaylorMade High Toe 3.0. So the new high toes that came out uh, in the 60 high bounce. I think this is a 6013, which I think is the high bounce version. Um, you know, the full face grooves on it, you know, from heel to toe. The little higher toe design. Um, you know, it's got that fuller sole as well out of the trap. This thing's super easy. Um, and the nice thing is you don't have to worry about getting under the ball. Uh, and it's, you know, the club just sliding under and all that. If you hit a little high in the face, it's still going to come out with some spin. Still going to be okay. Um, I like the raw face. I've actually made mine rust a little more uh, than typical. Mine actually, I sprayed it down with a little solution and it, it rusted faster. So it blends in with the copper uh, or that kind of antique bronze look. Um, but I don't love the shape. I did uh, mess with the 56 on this uh, as well. I just, that, that, that more rounded leading edge and the, the little different shape of it. I just never hit it well uh, in, in terms of, you know, fuller shots with the 56. But the 60, uh, again, if you want to, you know, if you're playing at uh, uh, a course where it's not super, super tight, maybe a little softer, you still want to open the face, still want to hit some high shots, this thing just makes it super easy. Um, if you're playing super tight stuff, and then it's, uh, you know, it, it sometimes can be a little more uh, of, of a work, uh, of a job to, to get the club, you know, the face opened up, get under the ball, all that, but... Uh, I'll tell you what, it, it is really forgiving, it's really easy to hit, and it produces a ton of spin, even when you don't get it in the center. Um, I've hit some stuff way out here on the high toe that have, have come out, uh, you know, decent hit and uh, and had a little spin and, and, and didn't just roll off the green uh, on the other side, and that uh, has been really good. So it's really been a 50-50 mix, depending on where I'm playing, of which wedge I'm going with. So, like, tonight, I'll probably have... Uh, this 60, the, the, the high toe 3.0, uh, in the bag with the high toe three, uh, in the bag, just cause you know, St. Clair Shores has been a little, the grass is getting a little longer. Uh, you know, it's not cut as tight, anything like that. So I'll probably have this in the bag, but you know, if I go play say Dearborn country club or something like that, or, um, even, uh, like Bella Vista, my other course, uh, I'm probably gonna take the 60 T just cause the shots there. I mean, I know it's probably gonna be a little tighter, especially off the fairway and, you know, it's going to be something where, uh, you know, I'll need a little more versatility. So depending on what I'm doing, uh, you know, will depend on which, which wedge goes in the bag. And they've really been pretty equal. So I can't really say that one's got more time than the other. And then probably no surprise to anyone, uh, the flat stick uh, of choice right now is still the Bettinardi BB-8W. Um, it is still in the bag. It's still kind of the the the, the putter at the moment. And it has uh, un- it has kind of unseated everything else, and it's had some rough goes. Uh, I'm not gonna lie, it's had some stuff where uh, it has not not played well, but uh, and it's been benched and it's you know had its ups and downs a little bit, but it's still in the starting spot. And uh, and I've I've hit it. Uh, I've made some great putts with it. I've been really consistent with it. I like the wider flange uh, on these putters. They're just a little bit bigger. There's a little more meat there. I like that look, and it's just for whatever reason, this thing, just as you putt with it, I mean, the balance of it, all that, uh, is really great. Inside On here, I've got a Fujikura MC Putter 115 Firm um, in here that I've had in I had in the previous 2020 uh, or 2021 Bettinardi uh, BB-8W, and now I've got it in the 2022. And the 2022 has got a little softer feel, uh, not near as much of a click to it. Uh, it's got a little deeper mill in the face. So all that, it's got a little better feeling to it, and it also is a little shorter heel to toe than the old model going out, so it's a little more compact. 
Um, but the one thing that I did change up a little bit, uh, I've got a Superstroke Pistol GT 1.0. Uh, no counter core, no weighting on the back, uh, but I've had a Pistol GT 1.0 for a few weeks on here now. And I do have to say, I still absolutely love my Lampkin Deep Etch Cord, but the right hand, I, I've had less of those right hand yippy little putts uh, with this with this, uh, with this this grip. Um, I don't know if it's just the bigger feel of it or whatever, it takes that right hand out even more. But uh, it, it definitely is something where I've, I've, I've putted better with it or I've had less of that uh, right hand kind of pushing the club through and, and missing it left. I've had a lot less of that uh, this year uh, since I switched to this grip. Uh, but I do have to say from switching to this grip, I, I leave a lot of putts short. Um, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's just something with you know the bigger grip, but I, I don't put as much uh, uh, oomph into, uh, into a lot of my putts. So I do leave some short. But like that, like I said, lip, yippy little right-hand influence, miss it left, uh, kind of shot has been uh, has been reduced ever since I switched to this grip. So um, overall, just I, I really like this putter. Stripped all the paint for a lot of it, other than the sight line. The sight line still got that little light gray. Everything else is gone, and uh, I've been pretty solid. I did unfortunately drop it on a cart pass, so it's got a couple little chips uh, and a tiny little ding on the top line, which I was bummed about because I, I typically uh, keep take really good care of my putters, and I use head covers and all that all the time, and uh, it was, I can't remember what I was doing, I was walking back to the cart, and I just I just dropped it, and I was so bummed out, but it, it's fine, it's all in the sole, uh, and even the one on the top line is really, really tiny, so tough to... Uh, uh, tough to see there, so it's not a horrible thing, but I, I do know they're there, and every time I pick up the putter, I, I do, like, look and, and see and notice that they're there, which kind of stinks, so maybe over the winter, maybe I pop the head and maybe send it off somewhere, have somebody uh, give it a quick refinish or something like that would be kind of cool, um, you know, maybe do some other other finish on the uh, on the on the head something like that would be uh, would be pretty interesting, but we'll see, um, but that's the putter, and the putter really, it's been, it's been really close with, um, has been the new lab golf uh mez one max that uh, that bigger mez one is really good I, I really do like that putter i mean short putts it is just point and shoot it, it's just automatic uh longer putts like i said they take a little bit getting used to uh just because of that that line go balance uh, the way the putter kind of goes through the stroke is a little different so that is uh you know just slightly different uh it takes a little bit of getting used to but the max it's way easier to uh, like i walked out the first round i think i said in there my lag putting was so much better than the original uh, original Mez One, so Mez One Max is really good. Uh, I really do like it. It's it's been a tight battle between those two, and it really kind of again goes with whatever's got the hot hand at the moment uh, that goes in the bag, um, or whatever I'm feeling you know the most comfortable with. Excuse me. So that would be the backup there, and then everything. Uh, I'm not going to throw it on camera here, but everything's been shoved into the bag I've been using all year is the uh, a Callaway uh, Fairway Plus. Um, which uh, is made for push carts. It's got a whole uh, plastic top that's molded and meant to use for push carts and all that, and that's what I've been rocking with everything in. It's got my Club Junkie logo on it. Uh, I just gave away a, a plus 14, or Fairway 14, uh, on, the, on the IG channel uh, a few weeks ago. But uh, I'm rocking the gray, black, and yellow one. I think it's pretty cool. It's got a cool story that it's goldenrod, which was an old Oakley color, and I was like a huge Oakley guy, so... Pretty cool, but I really like the bag. It's been rock solid. Uh, it fits on the cart great. And uh, I've been pretty much using it all year, other than a couple special times when I, I do pull out. Uh, I've got a waterproof Moto Caddy bag that I use if it's going to rain. But if it's a regular day, uh, the Fairway Plus goes in the bag, the Callaway Fairway Plus. So, um, but yeah, but that is my what's in the bag. Let me know what you think. Uh, follow me at 
on Instagram at Club Junkie Pod. Let me know what you think of my what's in the bag. What do you like? What don't you like? Uh, it's it's all good to me. I'm not going to be offended, but uh, but hopefully, uh, yeah. Let me know. That's the best way to follow. You know, is to follow me, contact me, whatever is there. Hopefully, this this today Thursday, I'm going to do uh, my Q and A. Ask me some questions, whatever. I always have a blast, uh, you know, talking with you guys and stuff. So, uh, but that's all I've got today. That's my what's in the bag for 2022. Super excited to see what 2023 is going to bring. Uh, I know there's some uh, some cool product coming out, and it'll be interesting. See what uh, what'll stay, what won't. Realistically, not much will stay. <laughs> it just never does every year. So, um, maybe a three wood, maybe you know a thing here or there. But for the most part, uh, everything's on the table. So. Um, but anyway, I hope you guys, uh, have a great weekend, get out, play some golf if you can. And, uh, yeah, like I said, follow me on Instagram at club junkie pod and hopefully, uh, subscribe, like whatever. If you're watching on YouTube, please do that. If you're not, you know, everywhere, anywhere your podcast is subscribe, whatever. It'd be awesome. Um, but hopefully you guys have a good uh, week, have a good rest of the week, have a good weekend and, uh, we'll chat next Thursday.